Welcome to a new episode of the NACF Podcast. Thank you for joining us this week. On today's episode, we talk about the desire, the ambition, the drive to change your life, find your purpose, to better yourself. Through God's word, we have all the guidance and direction we need. But at the end of the day, you have to want to. Coming up. The good news is that God is giving power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. And those who wait on the Lord, wait means expect, look for, and hope in. Those who expect him to show up and show out. Our time of giving. There we go. There we go. And I want you to know why some people are excited about giving. This weekend, we looked at all of the church finances up to this point, and we kept saying over and over, this don't make no sense. This don't make no sense. We know what's going on. We are living in this world like everybody else. But what we see on this paper and what God has been doing in this house with our giving just doesn't make any sense. And so... What I thought about is if I offered any one of y'all some Bitcoin, how many people would be able to tell me what Bitcoin actually does or what it is? Most people would not know what it is, but you know it's going to do something for you. So I challenge you on this afternoon to get in with what we're doing over here with your tithing and your offering and giving. Will I tell you it will leave you dumbfounded and you will be like, I don't know why it's working, but it's working. And so here... At New Antioch, we have three ways that you can give here at the house. You can text your giving in on your cell phone device right now to 77977. Just text the word New Antioch, all one word. It'll prompt you right there on your phone what you're supposed to do so you can give that way. You can go online, newantioch-aliante.org. That is our website. There's a little button there at the top. Hit donate. It's really, really simple. It takes you through the whole process of how you can give that way. Or you can give here at the house. We are still open and we are still growing and we are still moving and thriving here at the house. We are here located at 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100. That's in North Las Vegas, Nevada. 89084. Also at the end of service, they will be available at the doors there. If you want to give by card, there'll be somebody there. There's also uh, Miss Chantel's back here in the back right. If you want to give by card, she's available to take it by card. So before we go forward, I want you to want to pray over the giving. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for how you have completely multiplied what we have given. God, how you have completely grown and thrived what we have given. God, thank you for being uh, 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 our provider. Thank you for continuing to do your part as we give unto the house and be good stewards over what you have given us, God, how you have multiplied it, how you have pressed it down, how you have shaken it together, God, and how it has been overflowing for us, God. So on today, we ask that you do the same for those that are giving on this afternoon. God, multiply it for them. You know their needs and meet it like the great provider that you have always been. These things, God, we lift up before you in your son Jesus' mighty and powerful name. Amen and amen. Now I challenge you to get excited. From the Lord today, I'm excited about this word, so let's get to this. Uh, my cousin and his wife are here from New York. Amen. And their anniversary. And they're church kids, so even though they're here for the anniversary, they had to be in the house of God on Sunday morning. Just like we taught them how to be. So God bless you. 
Amen. Uh, let's go to Isaiah. We back you back to Isaiah 40. I'm back to Isaiah 40. Musicians, y'all can sit, but don't go too far. I might need you in a minute. Um, Isaiah 40, 31. This is where I was last time, and we've been in and out of this verse. I was going to just do a series. This one knows Isaiah 40, around all the end of that, you can stay in there for weeks on end. Um, but we're going to hit it one more time, I think, one more time. Um, this is in the King James Version. Let's read that together. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. This is one of those scriptures that you ought to learn by heart. So if you're saved and you're a Christian, this is one that you need to have by heart. Most of you shouldn't even have to look at it to read it. Let's do it one more time so you can get it in your spirit. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint the hook to that is this though you have to want to you have to want to you can mount up with wings like an eagle and soar you can run this race and not be weary. You can walk with God and no matter how hard it gets, you won't faint. But you have to want to. You can take on the strength and the power of God to accomplish all your goals and live a great life and achieve beyond your potential. But you have to want to. So God has me staying in this text again for this last Sunday of our theme, Power Walk. That's been a, our theme, Power Walk. Next Sunday, though, we start on a new theme, and that theme is called Walking in the Rain. So today what I'm going to do in this fifth Sunday is I'm going to take you across the bridge from Power Walk to Walking in the Rain. I will get from Power Walk to walking in the rain. So we spent the last 10 months in our community groups and in our Sunday services learning how to have a more intimate walk with God. Because I'm telling you, God is relational. He wants you to walk with him. And all the places you'll go, both spiritually and naturally, if you just walk with him. I'm a witness that your life is better and you'll like it better if you'll just follow him. I'm a witness that if you just keep in step with him, if you hear him and obey him to the best of your ability, in the good times of course it's better, but even in the bad times, the bad times are so much better when you're going through this life walking with God. So the last two months we've picked up the pace in walking with God and, and then we endeavor to convince you that this walk is supposed to be a power walk. A power walk is when you walk at the upper level of your natural ability. But a spiritual power walk is when you walk at the level of God's ability in you. A, a spiritual power walk is when you're walking at the level of the ability of God in you. 
Because life is tiring. It's draining. Depletion is going to happen. Whether you walk with God or not, depletion is going to happen. You will get weary. You will get tired. You will get faint. But if you walk with God, when you're walking with him, that means you got to wait on him. What does word wait? Wait means to expect him to show up. You're looking for him. Your hope is in him. So when you read different translations, some of them say, but those who expectedly wait on the Lord are those who are hoping in the Lord. Those who are looking for the Lord. You can enter into a power walk and then the power walk will lead you to walking in the rain. Now, we don't mean R-A-I-N. Like raindrops keep falling on my head, like the storms of life are raging. We mean R-E-I-G-N, walking in the R-E-I-G-N, walking in the rain. What does it mean to rain? To rain means to exercise power and authority. To rain means to rule over like a king or a queen. Matter of fact, next week, everybody that got a king or a queen shirt, wear it. Roll up in here with it next week. I got one. Anybody that's been in GGR got one. But I've seen y'all have all these queen and king shirts around. Roll up in him next week with your queen king shape. Why? Because you're a chosen people you're a royal priesthood you're a holy nation you're God's special possession so we're going to end this year walking in the rain that God has called us to it's the result of power walking with him once you get into a power walk with him you walk right into your reign but you have to want to the problem with so many of us is we don't want much of anything. That's what makes it hard to minister sometimes when you're ministering to a bunch of people who don't want anything. And in my prayer, in my prayer and fasting, God says, God wants to release his power. I said, God, we just want more power in the church. We want to see more miracles. We want to see you transforming. We've been praying for power. And God says, I want to release my power, but most of the, your people don't want anything. He said power is released in response to moving with the Holy Spirit in faith. But when people aren't desperate for anything, there's nothing for the Spirit to do. The Spirit's not wasteful. He, he's graceful, but he's not wasteful. And so he releases his power when people are desperate. In biblical times, they were looking for him. They were chasing him down. They were trying to find out where Jesus is going to be next because they had some things that only he could supply. He said, but your folk are wealthy and healthy. Yes, you are. I'm not. I'm struggling. Go to a third world country. You ain't struggling. He said they got income. They're in the United States, so they got freedom. We got too much freedom. You are got, I, I don't want to wear no mask. We got too much freedom. And we got medical care. You can go get an aspirin. You can go get a shot. He said they got income. They got freedom. They got medical care. He said they're not desperate for me. Oh, yeah, I want him. He said, there, you, all, you all that are in here, most of you are saved, so you have him. 
He said, they got me. They got heaven. They know they're going to heaven. And then they got everything in life that they need. And, and, and so they're not desperate for me. He said, but once the house is filled with people who need me, then you'll see more of a release of power when you guys move with me in, in, in faith. But, but you know what? That's just one set of people. Those set of people, they, they have, you got enough income, you got health, you got health care, and you got Jesus, and you're on your way to heaven, and, and you really don't want That's just one set of people. But you this morning might belong to another set of people. You might belong to that other set. And, and those are people who don't seem to want the power walk or to walk in their reign, they got a different issue. You might have a different issue. This might be your issue. Put that screen up. You don't have the energy for the life you're living, so you settle for living the life you have the energy for. Stay with me, Sarita. Stay with me. Keep that up there for a minute. I need them to read it for me. I need everybody that's, that's listening live stream when, when it go up to write that down. You don't have the energy for the life you're living, so you settle for living the life you have the energy for. That's the truth. Sometimes I give that as the definition of depression. That's one of the definitions of depression. That's my personal one. It ain't in the DSM, but that's my definition of depression. Sometimes I tell them, you know what your problem is? You don't have enough energy for the life you're living. But today, that's my definition of what the Bible calls weary or faint. Because y'all know it's crazy that the more we talked about the power walk, the more the words weary, weak, faint, fatigue, powerless, and tired came up. Last week, he said, don't be weary and well doing. The week before that, I said, everybody gets weary. So here's another definition of weary, weak, powerless, and faint. You don't have the energy for the life that you're living, so you settle for the life you have the energy for. Let me come on down your street. You don't have the energy for the marriage that you want. I'm trying to figure out what your spouse wants. What do they want? I'm trying to talk to them right now. I got to figure out how to talk to them right. What in the world are they thinking? That, uh, let me try to figure out what you think. What do I do to make this woman happy so she can stop fussing up in here? Uh, what, how do I get this man to love me to even want to make love to me? I, I gotta, now I got to think about everything I say and how I say it and how I should have said it. And we're trying to spend some quality time together and trying to I'm trying to figure you out. Do we need to have date nights? Do we not need to have date nights? And Lord, the money talks. Don't let us try to talk about some money. We put all our money together, then we're going to fight on how we spend it. And you could go to counseling. You could fast and pray until change happens. 
You could work on yourself. How about that? Work on yourself so you can become a better spouse. Ladies, you could use your womanly manipulations because we know how, we really know how to manipulate them and get them to do what we want to do. And we could come up with all of our womanly mental manipulations. And, and men, you can use your manly romantic gestures. You know what to do to kind of win her over. But you don't have the energy for all that. So you just settle for the marriage you have the energy for. I'm just going to learn to be content where I am. This is just who we are. I ain't going nowhere. And if they go, oh well. Especially us church girls. Because church girls spend a lot of their time single. <laughs> we know how to do single. Let's, let's throw the rest of the family in here. This is not the family life you wanted. And you could go to family counseling. You could put your kids on a schedule. You could cook more, have family dinners. Y'all remember family dinners? There used to be something called a family dinner. And it wasn't Thanksgiving. You could do what you need to do to build a better relationship with your son. You could learn what your daughter likes and learn what makes her feel special and love. Find out what's happening at the school. Meet with the teachers. Restructure your home life. Take the time to teach your kids about money. Teach them about ministry. Teach them how to love. Teach them how to be honest. Teach them about relationships. You could get them together. Take them on trips. Make some family memories. Fast and pray with them. Fast and pray for them shift the atmosphere of your home bring in the extended family bring the extended family together make sure that the village surrounds your family but you're too busy already you don't have energy for all that by the time your day is over you just want them to go to their room so you can go to your room and so you settle for the family you have the energy for You wanted to be healthier. You know what it takes. Change what you eat permanently. Fight to say to stay consistent and resistant. That's all it takes to be healthy. Be consistent and resistant. You got to resist when all that healthy food is around. You got to be resistant. You got to exercise and work out. You got to get up every morning and walk. Even when you're on vacation, discipline healthy people. That's why they got gyms in every hotel. Because disciplined healthy people will get up even on vacation and do their workout. You know what you got to do. Go to the doctor. Do the preventative work. Lose the weight. Lose the weight. Make losing weight your priority. Care about yourself. Go to counseling and reduce your stress and reduce the depression increase your self-esteem so you can treat yourself like you're worth it you gotta change the way you think you gotta do the work to change the entire culture of your life fight that flesh with as much fasting and prayer as it takes but you don't have the energy 
for the health that you want. So you settle for the health that you have the energy for. I'm just going to take these pills. I'm going to shoot this insulin. I'm going to pop these Xanax. I got to die with something. So I'll just die with this. Because this is all I have the energy for. This is not the career I wanted. I don't feel like going back to school. I don't have to know how to raise capital to make this business work. I, I could learn how to do it. I, I'd have to read some books and stuff. I, I, I'd have to talk to people. I'd have to learn how to promote myself. I'd have to save some money to live how I want to live. I'd have to learn how to run a business or go back to school. I have to take these classes. And if I take these classes, I'm going to have to get a tutor. I have to get a mentor. It takes too long and it's too hard. And I don't have the energy for what I dream about doing. But I had the energy to work a shift somewhere and just pick up a paycheck, enough to pay my bills and have some fun and buy what I like. It's not the health wealth that I want. I don't have much of anything to leave my kids. I can't send nobody to college. I can't pour any extra income into the kingdom except my tithes. And I do my tithes when I can't afford it. And then maybe I can at least own my own home at least. So I'll just settle for the career and the financial situation that I have the energy for. Ooh, this is my money done dried up. Then got quiet in here. But I'm not finished messing with you. I'd like to have a ministry that's powerful and that bless people and expands the kingdom. But I see what all y'all do, them pastors up there. I see what all y'all do. I don't have an engine for that. Y'all talking about prayer week and then all the fasting and then going to the kingdom academy and then you got to be in a community group and I got these kids and I got this job and I got my personal life. So I'll just do this ministry over here just a little bit to make me feel like I'm doing something for God. I'll settle for the ministry I have the energy for. And it's the same with your mental health. I could do this all day. It's the same with your mental health. It's the same with your personal excellence. It's the same with your personal growth, with being a good leader, with changing something in the community. You didn't have the energy for the life you were living. You didn't have the energy for the life you wanted to live. So you settled for the kind of life that you have the energy for. But here's the big one. I think I'm going to look at my notes so I don't have to look at none of y'all. Here's the big one. I don't have the energy it takes to keep, in, to keep believing for the miracle that you really want. So you settle for the blessing that you have the energy for. Let me say that again. See, don't try to mess it up. I don't have the energy it takes to keep believing for the miracle I really want. So I'm going to settle for the blessing that I have the energy to believe for. It's a whole lot easier to believe God for a blessing than to believe him for a miracle. And I don't have all that to keep believing for this miracle. So you know what? I'm going to settle for the blessing that I have the energy for. Yeah. 
God is good to me. And that's all I have the energy to expect. I just expect God to be good to me. (laughs) You don't have the energy for the life you're living. So you settle for living the life you have the energy for. Also known as weary, weak, powerless, and faint. Oh, but the good news. The good news is that God is giving power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. And those who wait on the Lord, wait means expect, look for, and hope in. Those who expect him to show up and show out. Those who look for him to help you. You look for him to work it out. You're looking for him to do you a favor. You're looking for him to put you at the front of the line. You're looking for him to do exceedingly and abundantly above what you can imagine. Those who hope in the Lord and hope is audacious. It has the nerve to look beyond the facts and look beyond the difficulty and look beyond the impossibility and believe that it's going to happen anyway. Those who wait, expect, look for, hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They'll mount up on the wings. They'll mount up above the conditions of their life like an eagle mounts on wings and soars. They'll get the strength to keep on running, to keep on doing to keep on achieving and not get weary in well doing they'll go on this walk with God up hills and down through valleys and over mountains and over obstacles they'll go for the long journey and they won't get weak and faint you know why because that's what happens when you wait somebody said that's what happens when you wait Give me, give me an organist and a drummer. That's what happens when you wait. There's a song by Elevation Worship and uh, Maverick City. And it's called Wait On You. And, I, and I was, uh, 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 give me a, give me a F sharp. Give me an F sharp. And they get to this. They get to this point and, and they're singing all the things that happens when you wait on God. And they got this big old group of folk that, that's in there singing with them. And the whole group gets together and they say, that's what happens when you wait. Yeah. And they, 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 give me a hit that just said, that's what happens when you wait. And so drummer, give me this. And I want you to hit that hard. That's what happens. That's what happens. When you wait. And then in the middle of it, after we say that, just give me a little rumble. But not too loud because I want y'all to hear what I'm saying. That's what happens when you wait. Everybody say that. That's what happens when you wait. All of a sudden, when you feel like doing what you never thought you would or you never thought you could. You start feeling it because that's, that's what happens when you wait. Come on, y'all. Come with me. Y'all got me? You find yourself in the morning. You're putting on your work clothes. You got this new determination to be healthy with your life. You don't know where it came from, but that's, that's what happens.
You find yourself reading books at night instead of looking at TV all night. You find yourself making appointments with your mentor instead of trying to make a date with your wannabe boo. Why are you doing that? Because that's what happens when you you in ministry classes now. Tanya, you are sitting in ministry classes learning how to preach, learning how to pray, learning how to serve, learning how to give people a word, and you're loving every minute of it because that's what happens when you you got your food choices begin to change and the pounds start coming off. You got the energy for your life again and that lazy lifestyle is born to you now because that's what happens when you win. You enjoy being at home now. You enjoy being around your family. You're invested in your kids. You're attending to your spouse. You almost feel, you almost, you almost feel like you might be falling in love again because that's what happens when you you start having happy days. You, you, your anxiety has subsided. You're, you're up and down. You're up and now you're out into life. And you don't even know when it happened. I'll tell you when it happened. That's, That's what, what happens, happens when you wake. You look up and you got money in the bank. And, and you Because you done had a shift in your mindset. You, your giving has increased. And God has increased all your income. Because That's, That's what, what happens when you wake. You begin to have a life. That's attracted to people who need to meet Jesus. This Christian thing didn't seem to be working for you, but it's working so good now, you wouldn't trade it for any life in the world. You started out not enjoying this life, and now you're singing, who wouldn't serve a God like this? That's what happened. That's what happens when you wait. You were weak, and you were fatigued, and you were weary, and you almost quit. You were tired from, and you were tired of, but now you're passion is back. The excitement is back. The willpower is back. Yes. You feel the yes. power of the Holy Spirit. You realize now that your rear view can't compare to what God will do in your life. Where my community group at? Your rear view can't compare to what God will do in your life because that's what happens when you wait. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They will fly. They will run. They will walk because that's what happens when you wait. But God sent me to tell you, it's not automatic. You'll have to want to because he's a gentleman. He wants your permission. He wants your cooperation. You have to want to fly. You have to want to fly. You have to want to mount up with wings like an eagle. So this scripture is it's just an analogy of what it feels like when you've waited on the Lord. When you've expected, looked for, and hoped in the Lord. He's saying that it'll feel just like you've taken on wings like an eagle and you're soaring. But some of you have a fear of flying. You got a fear of going for things that are greater than you. You you got a fear of, of more than what you could imagine. But you cover more ground when you fly. 
You go to heights unknown. You see life from a different perspective. Guess what? You were made to fly. I'm not talking to everybody, but I'm talking to somebody. You were made to fly. That's why you've been different all your life than the neighborhood that was around you because you were made to fly. That's why you don't fit in with your family like because you were made to fly. Tell somebody you were made to fly. You were made to do big things. You were made to take off and to get in a zone of success. That's what soaring like an eagle is. You're in a zone of success. Some of you were made to fly. You were made to do more than others, to break the family protocol, to be the exception, to break barriers, to experience what God means when he says exceedingly and abundantly about. Some of you were made to fly. I love that song, I Believe I Can Fly. I know we mad at R. Kelly, but the song is still good. <laughs> Folk that got mad at OJ didn't stop watching football. Folks that got mad at Michael Jackson didn't stop dancing. All the women that got mad at Bill Clinton still voted for Hillary. So even though we might be a little mad at, at, at R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. I spread my wings and fly away. I believe I can soar. I see me running through that open door. I believe, I believe I can fly. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I told y'all last week, last time, waiting gives you wings. <laughs> waiting gives you wings, but flight takes energy. Flight, Erica, has less control because you have to work with the wind. That's why some of y'all got a fear of flying because when you're flying, when you're in that zone of success, you got to work with the wind. All you do is spread your wings and he has to supply the wind and you got to move with the current of the Lord and it doesn't feel like you're taking you. You know it's him taking you. That's where you are right now. You know it's him taking you. But see, those who fly are in a higher space and there's strength for that. There's power for that. But you have to want to. Or you won't wait, expect, look for a hope. Mount up with wings like an eagle. Then it says run and not get weary. You have to want to run. Running gets you there faster and it covers more ground. Does anybody feel every day that you hit the ground running? That's who I'm talking to now. How many of y'all out there it seem like every day you hit the ground running? Get the ground running. This is for people who are called to a faster pace. Those who fly are called to a higher space, a higher place. But those who run are called to a faster pace. And so those who fly are called to a higher space. But those who run are called to a faster pace. And you, know, you got business, you got family, you got ministry, you got school, you're in constant movement. This is a mess of multitaskers that you got more than one great thing to do. You got more than one great thing going around. Are you a runner? Where am I running? Do you hit the ground running? When you got saved, did you, were you one of them that just hit the ground running? The next thing you was a servant leader in less than a year it seemed like. You hit, when you finished 
finish school? Did you hit the ground running? Were you doing so? When you got the job, when you got married, when you joined the organization, are you one of them people that just hit the ground running? If you are called to a faster pace than other people, you might get weary. But I came by to encourage you, you can get it all done. You can get it all. I know, I know you're running, but God told me to tell you, you can get it all done. You don't have to settle. You don't have to downsize your vision or give up on your dream. You can renew your strength and run and not get weary, but you have to want to. Or you won't wait, expect, look for a hope in the Lord, because that's what happens. When you wait, you mount up with wings like an eagle. You want and not get weary. You walk and not grow faint. You have to want to walk. This year started with a walk. He has shown you, oh man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you. But to live justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. We all know Enoch experienced. Enoch, it pleased the Lord. He pleased the Lord. Why? He just walked with God. Flying is when you're called to a higher space. Running is when you're called to a faster pace. Walking is when you're called to a more intimate place. Flying is when you're called to a higher space. Running is when you're called to a faster pace. And walking is when you're called to a more intimate place. And we are all called to walk with God. Because no matter where you go, when you get there after flying, when you get there after running, you still have to walk. When you walk, you experience the journey. Walking is longer. And so, so you can still faint because a lot of this walk with God is uphill. A lot of this walk with God, there's some tight quarters. As you talk with God when you, when you walk. And you, you watch God when you walk with him. You learn, you see, you go from place to place with God. It's experience to experience. Walking is the long game. You have to want to endure to the end. You have to want to finish well. Because if you don't want to, you won't wait. Expect, look for a hope. You'll just settle. But today God has sent me after your want to. But your want to is not a feeling. Do he's able. Your want to is not a feeling. The feeling will come with the renewing of your strength. Then you'll feel it. The want to is a decision. It's a conviction. It's a knowing. It's a pulling. It's a tugging. I want to fly. I want to run. I want to walk. I don't always feel like it. I do get weary, but I expect him. I'm looking for him. I hope in him. I wait on him because I don't want to settle for the life I have the energy for. So I'll wait for the energy for the life I want. I speak to myself. I want to be healthy. I want to be financially prosperous. I want to be successful. 
I want to be powerful. I want to get lots and lots of people saved. I want to pastor all of you well. I want to lead this church to success. I want the miracle and not just settle for the blessing. So let's wait on him. Let's stay right here. Even in the tension of enduring, let's stay right here. Even in the weariness, even in the fatigue, let's stay right here until he renews our strength. My last point is the bottom line. Renew your strength. Don't settle. Don't settle for the life you have the energy for. All he's asking is for your want to. He'll do the rest. Don't settle. Your marriage can be better. Your family can be amazing. Your kids can turn around. Your finances can increase. Your business can work. Your ministry can be more than what you imagine. Your health can spring forth and you can change your lifestyle. You can break every barrier. You can live the best you. You can be the best you. You can live your best life. You just have to want to. Don't settle. Renew your strength. Don't give up. Just wait on him. And so today I want to pray for those who don't have the energy for the life they have. The life they have in their heart, the life they have in their mind. So you've begun to settle for the life you got the energy for. You've begun to settle for the marriage you got the energy for. You've begun, you begun to just settle for the health that you have the energy for. You've settled for the finances. You've settled for the ministry. You're just getting content with the, with the family that you have. You, you just decided you're going to stick with the career you have because you really just don't have the energy to do what it takes. And God is saying, but if you give me your want to, I'll give you the strength. For the life that you really feel in your heart because God is able to do just what he said he would do he's going to about our altar calls because of the pandemic 
But there is power in having men and women of God who believe to speak a blessing into your life. And so today, how we're going to do this is we're going to have the men and women of God. If you say that's me, I'm beginning to settle for a life I really don't want. And God, if all it takes is for me to want to and wait on you, I'm going to expect you to give me the energy to do the things that I need to do for the life I really want. I don't want you to just give it to me easy, God. I understand that there's some stuff I have to do. But I'm beginning to just give up on some stuff. And what we're going to do is going to speak that blessing in your life. All you really have to do, pastors, intercessors, is how about we do just God give them the strength and speak blessing. Let me show you. Erica, come stand out here. Just stand right here. In the name of Jesus. Everything on her heart and in her mind that you have called her to do, whether it looks like it or not, I pray and I declare that she have the strength to accomplish that for which you have promised in the name of Jesus. I speak strength to the woman of God. I speak power to the woman of God. Renew her strength. Renew her strength. Renew her strength. We will not settle for what the devil wants you to settle for, but I'm giving God my life to you and we test right now that her mountain with wings as eagles. Let her get weary. Let her walk and not faint. And it is so. In the name of Jesus. Just about that short. But y'all got the power of God. So if you all pastors, would you come? And if that's you today, and you want to receive the blessing that's in the house, if you want to receive that blessing that's in the house, just stand in front of one of these pastors and let them declare you all stand back now I know y'all gonna do with the Lord how keep y'all doing but I don't want you to really talk in their face we want to keep them safe but I need you to speak and declare a blessing to them in the name of Jesus I declare as a woman of God that you will accomplish everything God has put in your heart to do in your finance. I declare a miracle in your health. I declare a miracle for your family. In the name of Jesus, that it is so.
mind for you. So I want you to get those things in your heart and in your spirit, and we're just going to speak to your atmosphere in our oaths. Let me hear you say the words. Amen. We're going to switch up, minister. The words amen means so be it. When you have prayed for stuff, when you say amen, the Bible says that the, that the promises of God, God are yes and amen. But when you study what that scripture really means, Pastor, it's that the promises of, of God are yes and we say amen. Study it out. Look at It's not that he say yes and amen. He says, these are my promises. My promises are yes. Now it's up to you to say amen. The promises of God are yes, and we say amen. You got to say that. I mean, in other words, you got to give him your want to. Because some of the stuff God is pulling you to do, you really don't want to do. So I was sent here today to talk to your want to. To get you your want to back. To give you your want to back. And so what I need y'all to do now is say amen. Let the church. Let the church say amen. Y'all know I'll start in a crazy key if y'all don't give me one. If you need to be saved, if you need to make that first step to walk with God, if you have not been walking with God and this has touched your heart today, if you have begun to settle for an addiction, you've begun to settle for a bad life, you've begun to settle for depression and anxiety, you've begun to settle just to smoke weed at the end of the day to make yourself feel better, but you're ready why I got your want to while God has your want to make a decision to serve God with the rest of your life if you believe in Jesus and you need to dedicate your life to him today pray this prayer with me whether you're listening on live stream or whether you're in the building say Lord Jesus I believe in you forgive me for everything I've done wrong and change my life I want to walk with you. Thank you for saving me. I accept you into my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer and you meant that prayer and you weren't already there when you got here, I just want you to make one more step, and that's just to raise your hand and say, that was me, and I've made a decision. Amen. We have a man here. I'm going to send my staff to you. I don't, and they, they're, they're going to take you and get your information. God bless you. This is a life-changing day for you. Amen. Anyone else? Pray that prayer today. You rededicated. And you're ready to make this right here. Amen. They got you. They're right there. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? If you're listening and you did that prayer and you rededicated yourself to watching, to walking with God, just put it in the comments right now. 
put your name in the comments and our staff is looking for your name right now. We're looking for you. And we would love to be your church family. We would love for this to be your church home. I would love to be your pastor and help you walk on this journey. Or if you just want, there's a book that I have written that'll tell you what your next step should be and how to live this life and how to walk in this life. We want to get that book to you. So also do that in the comments. The other thing you can do is go to newantioch.org. Go to the connect button. Give us your information. We'll get you into a group study, Bible study. We'll get you to be a member of the church or whatever it is that you need. Amen. 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 <laughs> Say amen. amen. Say amen. God has spoken. Let the church say amen. Thank God. Uh, we're looking, we're we on a just one campaign. And so we got two today, y'all. Let's keep doing this thing. Amen. And we have some new members that have completed growth track. So they are official, official members of New Antioch uh, after today. Three, three. Amen. 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 So y'all going to get the real meaning of this amen. But our new members, hopefully they're all here today. Ashley Floyd. Is Ashley here? Amen. She's an amazing young lady. We're just really looking for God to do great things for her. So Ashley Floyd is official member today. And we have Mona Edwards. Ms. Mo Come on, Mona. Get your new, new members for certificate. You are welcome, Mona. And LaRue Edwards. Mona and LaRue, powerful couple. So glad to have them as new members here at New Antioch. Just looking for the great things that God is going to do. Amen, brothers. Make sure y'all know Mr. LaRue. God bless you. God bless you to the Edwards family. You completed our growth track. Tanya Harris Ellis. Amen. <laughs> Amen. This one's going to hit the ground running, hit the ground running. God bless you. Congratulations. We are so excited to have you part of the family. That's Pastor Tar and Pastor Tiffany, ain't he? I know she looked too young to have nieces that accomplished, to have nieces that accomplished, but that's ain't he. And we have uh, Raina Para. Is Raina here? Raina here is also a powerful uh, woman of God. We're looking for to them to do great things here at New Antioch. Amen. Amen. It is prayer week. It's prayer week. Y'all heard that in the message. Oh, Lord. Here they go with prayer week. Absolutely. Here we go with prayer week. So we are in prayer every first Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of every month. This is a praying church because we believe that prayer is the work. And then we look for God to work. Amen. And so prayer week, Tuesday night, we'll be at our Aliante Church uh, off Nature Parkway in Aliante from 6 to 7.15. Then Wednesday and Thursday are here at New Antioch Central Campus, 610 Bell Rose uh, in Central Las Vegas. Uh, we are fasting the Daniels Fast. We fast together every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. The first Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the Daniels Fast is for three days. All you eat is fruits, vegetables, and whole grain. 
fruits, vegetables, whole grain, make it into a smoothie, do what you got to do. But we're spending that time before the Lord. So we're waiting on him. Amen. I believe uh, our prayer giants this week are going to be presented by Pastor Tiffany and Tiffany and Tiffany. And Shannon, all right, we got a good lineup this week. They're going to talk about the prayer giants and what we can learn from prayer, and we're going to pray together. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 6 to 7.15. If you can't come out, it will be on Facebook Live, our prayer week. Amen. As I told you, we're starting a new series starting next week called Walking in the Rain. So we're going to queen out and king out next week if you have it. Um, and we'll talk about, I already got the word. God's already dropped to me the word, so y'all better come hear it. Amen, amen. And I think um, those of you that are doing Sunday school with us, Sunday school is 8 a.m. every Sunday morning. It's on Facebook Live as well. You can join in by Zoom if you just want to hang with us. We're reading Joshua this week, the book of Joshua, and you can get the books that we're out of. It's called The Bible Study. Just go to Amazon and wherever you order stuff, and it's called The Bible Study. I think I've killed my microphone. Amen. And that's <laughs> turkeys. The turkeys, the turkeys. Amen. So, so go ahead. I'm sorry. So last week we collected 162 turkeys. Y'all did a good job. So what I wanted. Yeah, that's what I came to tell. She said, don't bring them turkeys to the last minute. So please. November 12th, that's not this Friday, but the following Friday. Bring your turkeys frozen that day between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Somebody will be here to collect those turkeys from you and bring them to the back door. So, y'all, if y'all committed, next uh, next Sunday, Faithy will have a list and just check your name. I mean, so, so we can make sure that we have everyone. If you didn't get the privilege to commit to some turkeys, please do so today. We at 162, 200, I'm sorry. We just need 200. Y'all did that thing last week, so that's it. Um, we're dismissing, huh? Yes. If we prayed for you and touched you, y'all, please sanitize on the way out. Don't touch your face or anything. Uh, we believe everybody's okay, but we're not playing. So if I, even if I touched your hands or anybody touched your hands, please sanitize on your way out. And let's keep our social distance. Amen. 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 Is that everything? Amen. If we would, uh, we, you all can remain seated. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the word on today. God, we pray that you would bless us this week to touch and meet somebody that would be our just one. God, and we'll give you glory and praise for all thank that, you, you, that you've today. done and all that you've done. this message really reached you. In Jesus' name, like please remain seated and visit our central our campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante campus. For Central Campus, it's New Antioch Central at 77977.